0: hey guys and welcome to another edition of wise words with dan today i'm going to be talking about two main topics talking about self-healing and self-love um today 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 i'll be doing this podcast solo um and the reason i'm doing this i'm talking about this these topics today is because I know a lot of us um, are struggling through this lockdown period and I feel like this is something I should bring to light. So please enjoy this podcast and hope this helps you in one way or another. Hey guys, so welcome back to my podcast. So lockdown has been going on now for the, the past couple of months and i know a lot of people are struggling um throughout this lockdown period and and i know it's it's a difficult time you know we we crave human interaction we crave um yeah we 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 want to see our friends we want to see our family members you know it's it's a shit feeling you know being isolated at home and not being able to travel or to go places where you want to go, um, and it can, and it can make you feel like shit. You know, you can, you can feel like you've lost your sense of self worth in some ways. So today I'm going to be talking to you guys about ways um, we can heal ourselves and we can, and ways we can love ourselves. So I'm going to start with self-love. Self-love is one of the most healing and powerful tools you can give yourself. When you truly love yourself, you tap into a wonderful truth that lies inside all of us. This truth is that we are all worthy of goodness and attracting positive and inspiring energy into our lives. Self-love is, a, self-love is awesome because it aligns you with a sacred and holy source, the heart source of love. When you are open to loving yourself, you are open to loving the world and your experiences in this existence. What is most profound about self-love is that it allows you to be fully honest and to trust your intuition. You become an unshakable source of virtue and illumination to all around you. The benefits of yourself are that you feel joyful and have a clear and confident thoughts. In essence, you become your higher self when you truly love your body, mind and soul. Lack of self-love is something a lot of people aren't even aware of. This is usually due to our conscious brain cruising on autopilot. autopilot. Bringing negative self-belief to the surface can help you heal and see how truly wonderful, talented and loving you really are. Non-self-love is based on things such as fear, doubt, anger, anxiety, depression and self-dislike. When we are uncertain of a relationship that we are in, we experience doubt and fear. You may think, what, what if this isn't the right person to spend my life with? Or perhaps you feel depression because you don't feel that you are intelligent enough or attractive enough. Another example would be if you feel angry about something that happened in the past. Maybe someone wronged you. But as they say, holding on to resentment is like someone living rent-free inside your head. When you hold on to fear, doubt, anger, anxiety, depression etc, these emotions get caught in your body and can create energy blockages that can ultimately lead to illness. When we focus on loving thoughts and feelings such as courage, trust, joy, nurturing, comfort and happiness, our bodies and minds remain clean, clear and healthy. Self-love is a natural medicine and will keep you in a wonderful state of health. This, in turn, allows you to focus on your goals, your dreams and your life purpose. When you have self-love, you will also have unconditional love for the world. Because you are so soft and gentle with yourself, you will be soft and gentle with others. When you forgive yourself, you are truly loving who you are. The same goes for others. Even if a person hurt you, even if a person treated you unethically, you can forgive them. In forgiving them, you liberate yourself from anything standing between you and your love. Self-love is synonymous with intuition. It is a guide and will to tell you the truth about a person, place or thing. Essentially, self-love is your spirit compact is your spirit's compact, um, compass to rise above non-self-love We need to be able to catch our thoughts before they take control over us. Meditation, calmness, and connecting to a master or a higher source will help you recognize your unique beauty and integrity. Your higher source will constantly lift you up. Self-love is a natural upward spiral phenomenon. It lifts you up and carries you into great heights of confidence and wonderment. With a clear head and love for yourself, your creativity will blossom. You will also attract transcendent energy and amazing life experiences. In order to develop self-love, remember that you deserve love. Everyone does. If you do not feel worthy, work on those emotional blockages that will help you. By as I said, meditating, um, reflection. It is important that you clear out the old information in order to open up the new. Practice tapping into being, into beings of light, angels. Elements in nature, even intuitive conversations with majestic wild animals or the changing of the weather. Listen to nature. It will speak to you and respond in a synocrative way when you are in the space of pure love. Remember that natural life is beautiful. Take a break from the busy and sometimes distracting world. Take a vacation. Even if it's only in your mind, meditate, do relaxing activities. Dedicate yourself to practicing, to practices. This will help you find peace in your mind and love in your heart. This is a path to self-love. Pay attention to your physical body and your emotions. Our bodies speak to us through pain and illness. When they do this, they are trying to tell us that something is unbalanced and needs to be addressed. In order to stay in good health, it can be especially useful to visualize the most beautiful and loving times in your life. Think about the birth of your child, the kindness of a pet, the way blossoming trees smell in the spring, or the crisp air when you're standing on the beach, gazing at the wonder of our magnificent oceans. Let that peaceful energy guide you. Then let go of the past. Those stories are gone. And now you have the present to bring healing to things that cause you pain. Just, because, just by focusing on the present through techniques of self-love, you will find yourself forgiving the story of your past. Retrospection, looking back, is a blessing. It teaches us so much and can help you to love yourself even more. You are blessed, loved, and and amazing. Keep this truth with you at all times. Write it it down. Read it to yourself daily. Write a love letter to yourself. Cherish cherish yourself. Also, most importantly, smile. Smile stands for start my internal love engine. Every time you smile, imagine a little love engine inside of you. An engine is something that converts power into motion. When you smile, you are loving yourself unconditionally, which in turn sends love to all who are around you. Self-love is the magic of living a fulfilling and joyous life. So remember to smile and to spread your love to all beings, especially yourself. The next topic I'm gonna to talk about today is grief. And I know a lot of us have lost loved ones or close friends or family members um, throughout this um, throughout the COVID period. So I'm gonna to explain to you guys of ways we can deal with grief and, um, and a loss. Grief shows up in unexpected forms and often during unexpected times. It may arise when you lose a family member, friend, or beloved pet. Grief may be a part of the heartache of a divorce. You may grieve the loss of youth, or perhaps you grieve the life you aspire to live or the child or the child you plan to someday nurture. Many of us have felt grief in the midst of COVID-19. You might have postponed a celebration, lost your business, cancelled a -a once-in-a-lifetime vacation, or perhaps you weren't able to honour a deceased loved one with a proper funeral. These curveballs of life often create loss, and that loss may create grief. Healing from grief takes time, and it's definitely not an easy process. You may want to run away from the painful feelings of grief. Do you find yourself turning to something that will numb you, like comfort food, internet shopping or a few glasses of wine, maybe perhaps instead of pouring yourself another drink, you pour yourself into your work as a method of avoidance. These might help you feel better temporarily, but they simply don't mask the pain. Instead of pushing away Instead of pushing the pain away, try to bring awareness to the feelings and see if you can stay present with whatever you notice. It might be helpful to look ahead in your calendar and map out those potentially triggering days and make plans that can help you cope with that. Nourish and comfort yourself on those days in whatever way feels best for you. You can ask friends to spend time with you or gather family members to share a meal. Grief can be a zigzag across those stages with no particular order, and you may not experience every stage. There is no prescription for the process of grieving, and grief doesn't merely disappear once you've zagged across every stage. You may never experience closure after a loss. Sometimes it's about learning to live with it and understanding why it's happened and how it can help you shape how and how it can help shape you into a better person. You've lost a loved one unexpectedly due to a disease, an accident, or an act of violence. So uh, so here are some steps you can take to begin the process of emotional healing. Number 1, reach out for support. No one should be left to feel as though they should or need to grieve the loss of a of life alone. Feeling of depression, anger, low mood, and shame can be common emotions felt during the grieving process. These emotions can make many people feel vulnerable and maybe even embarrassed to be in such a state around other people, causing people to avoid others and retreat within themselves. Others may feel urge to isolate from others whom they feel won't be able to understand their loss or wish to avoid the exhaustion of simply being around or interacting with other people. Needing some time to collect and process your thoughts in your own space and time is valid. However, it is important to be be able to surround yourself with others who can support you physically or emotionally during this time. Reach out to people who feel safe to you whether that's others who have also been touched by this loss, or seeking the comfort of family members or friends who can hold you, talk to you, or simply be in a space with you as you navigate this loss. Taking care of your needs, tending to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual needs during a time of grief is essential. Grief can take its toll on both the mind, body, causing fatigue, sleeplessness, and Changing in appetite, among other physical signs of loss. Although we tend to think of the mind and body as separate, when it comes to grief, the reality is that two are connected, require, requiring that both are attended to with similar weight and compassion for host, for hostilic or whole self healing. Attend. Attend to your most basic needs, such as drinking enough water, eating a balanced diet, or simply tasks such as taking a shower. This c- can be incredibly important to keep yourself well and preventing harm to yourself as you process your loss. You might also fo- you might also find it helpful to try and. Um to try activities such as meditation, yoga, taking a walk or looking internally to your face. Many people may find themselves experiencing a disconnect with their faith or spirituality in the aftermath of an unexpected loss, which can create even stronger feelings of loneliness and uncertainty, even if it doesn't feel particularly good or helpful to ensure you're staying hydrated or getting enough rest, caring for your most vital needs are some of the best ways in which you can show your self-compassion during this time. Give Give yourself time and permission to process your grief. One of the most important parts of grieving and healing processes is acceptance. Accept that the wide range of emotions you may feel throughout this process from shock to sadness, anger and hopelessness are valid. Accept that you may not be in a mental space to return to your your usual routine as normal, and it's okay to adapt your activities according to what you're needing emotionally and socially at this time. Give yourself permission to grieve, to be at a loss for words, to cry, to scream, to feel happiness when it arises. Grief is commonly discussed as happening in five stages. Denial, anger, depression, acceptance and barraging. However, the grieving process is not always liner and your grief might not look like someone else's grief. If you skip over one of these stages or return to a stage of anger after a period of depression, this does not mean you're moving backwards. Reaction to a loss can vary and may be influenced by a variety of personal and environmental factors. So consider seeking professional help surrounding yourself with friends, family and others who bring you comfort is important in the wake of a loss. However, there are some aspects of grief and healing that may be best explored with a professional grief counsellor. A professional grief counsellor may be able to offer a new perspective and insight for individuals who feel lost, confused or are suffering psychological troubles such as depression or trauma flashbacks after a loss. A counsellor may also be able to offer guidance or finding healthy ways to cope with certain thoughts, feelings or hardships that are troubling as as a result of your loss. So they so these steps can help you can help direct you um through through a grieving process um so yeah just keep that in mind guys you know if you know grief everyone feels different everyone grieves in a different way um you know it's you know you. you it's about accepting those feelings and coming to terms with it, and knowing when you feel most triggered. And it's about talking to people, and it's about um talking to people who make you understand who who understand you and can help you and can say all the right things to you in order to hit in order to get through the get through um the hard grieving process stages, um. So yes, it's just about, it's just, so if you follow those steps, guys, um, cause I know a lot of you, I know a lot of us have lost loved ones during this COVID time. You know, there's no right or wrong answer of how to deal with grief, it, it, you know, and sometimes time can't heal a pain, but it's the most important thing is taking care of yourself. And as I alluded to earlier, you know, mental health and your physical health both align when it comes to suffering from a loss and going through, de- and and even going through depression. So take take care of your both, take care of yourself both mentally and physically. Um, through those steps, and I promise you guys, you'll you'll be heading into the right direction. Thank you for listening to my podcast today, guys. Um, Yeah, I just, I thought, you know, I know a lot of you guys are going through hard times, so I really do hope from the bottom of my heart that what I have said today resonates with you in one way or another. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Until next time.